Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. as its target, not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. Ammunition used by Cywar. Its mission is to influence the thoughts of the enemy soldiers. And at the same time, is expected and encouraged to study foreign languages and the social sciences such as history, economics, and sociology. He must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all phases of human experience. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night closing. But the use of this force as an integral part of combat has now taken on new forms.
have gone out there against the mainstream media and said, you're going to call us racist, you're going to call us potential Timothy McVeigh's, fuck you. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesday, subject to change in availability. And I am back from a week-long vacation. Welcome back. Uh, camping out in Utah, quite literally, um, no cell phone reception, horrible Wi-Fi that barely sent a text message. And it was a well-needed, well-deserved um, vacation. Good. Got to meet some really cool people out there. Um, we got uh, RMUAFC2. Oh, I know who you are. I, and um, everybody else, uh, there's there's a few other people. I don't know if they want their names out there, but Nate, myself, <clears throat> and a few other people went out there. We had a blast. Uh, you know, we saw some things in the sky. We'll talk about it uh, tomorrow night on uh fringe uh, the uh, CR, sorry the after dark q a but if you are new joining in here enough about my vacation welcome to the red pill project's daily dose this is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy of communism being implemented into a new world order the usurping of the united states constitution the undermining of our political our institutional our academic our social our cultural uh, domains of our society here in the United States of America. And as from the first video that you just watched there, that was directly from the U.S. Army PSYOPs division called Ghost in the Machine. And that was a recruitment video. And what are they telling you through that recruitment video? Well, exactly what they do. And if you imagine that extrapolated to private industry, to where a, let's say, a new world government is formulating, doesn't have any structure or organization out there in the real world, but operates clandestinely from behind, that is the same war that they are perpetuating on you and me. And we are seeing the blunt-ass end of this right now. We are seeing a war that has been waged for a very, very long time coming, coming out and spilling into the streets. We have a boatload of stuff to talk about tonight. There's, uh, I guess I missed a lot. So, um, <laughs> some good weeks. Yeah, there's a, week of news. there's, there's a sure. lot to talk about here. So we're going to talk about quite a few different things today, but, uh, I just wanted to get people just kind of, uh, an, an idea of what we do here. Cause I know there's a lot of new subscribers out there and thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, make sure that you head on over to redpills.tv. You put your email address in there and then join us over at socialredpill.com where we have the conversations after the conversation. That's kind of like our Patreon group. It's a private social network and, you know, everybody's welcome over there. Um, but going into the unfolding global conspiracy, this is evolving faster and faster at a rapid rate. Exactly what we've been saying for quite a few years, Vince, is that the firestorm event is in full progress rushing forward and that every day it seems like we are vindicated on what we've said before but not only that that people are beginning to realize that there is a war that has been waging at what i call the war of the roses or the war of the factions you know dr john coleman did the committee of 300 back in the late 1980s early 1990s and he did a great presentation there's a great book on it 
And it talks about the 300 family bloodlines that rule this world or who ruled this world, known as, if you want to look at it like this, the old guard. Well, a lot of them have since been kind of replaced or um, saturated with the, the big tech revolution and uh, the infiltration of a lot of the high power communists. Doesn't mean that they're obsolete, but there are probably more around 3,000 people now that sit at that table of the world elite. And the thing is, is they don't all agree. They don't all like each other. And someone asked me this question this weekend. What's that? They said, why do you think Elon Musk changed Twitter? I'm going to give you a symbolic representation of Elon Musk's new Twitter. Okay? Yeah. But firstly, what do we call tweets now? I don't know. I don't know. How about we call them hugs and kisses? X and and O's. X and O's? Hugs and kisses. X and O's is hugs and kisses. I know, I know. Yeah. We, I we, just call, we call tweets hugs and kisses. Mm. Eh. No, you don't. I found that funny. All right. It's too lovey-dovey. So Roxy said X-Files. What? How about this? <laughs> X-Files. <laughs> Elon Musk, I've just said, okay. Yeah. Is one of those people that is against the agenda. Of the new world order okay to me somewhat he it does have huh not that he isn't a globalist i I think right he's on board with the renewable energy aspect of it and making huge profits off of what they've already set in place that's for sure absolutely and and, i agree the neural link thing i i get it right Yeah. yeah but when it comes to freedom of speech when it comes to freedom and liberty when it comes to depopulation this guy is completely against it okay so what did he do with Twitter by buying it, he made it f- more fair. He hijacked. And, uh-huh. He hijacked their public medium. Yeah, totally. Let me absolutely. Let me ask you this: What does the X represent in the sense of hijack? Pirates. Huh. The pirate flag, baby. What what happened in the Matrix? Remember in the Matrix, they used their uh, um, their uh, their ship to pirate the signal of the Matrix to hack into it. Hmm. What did Elon Musk do yeah. by taking over Twitter and now changing it to X? He just gave everybody a voice in a platform that will not be disturbed. He's it's very. Very, uh, very entertaining thing that's happened. Probably one of the most important things that's happened as of late, considering the information warfare going on. I think the implications of all his other businesses are huge, too, for the future. And it's hard to foresee, but I think it's going to be just Mm -hmm. astronomical. No pun intended. So, you know, originally when I saw the X, I was like, oh, no, Elon, no, because... The X, um, you know, this is if you go to Re- Book of Revelations, yeah, right. The the whore of Babylon has an X put upon her forehead. Oh, okay. Right. Now, if you understand the symbolic representation of the whore of Babylon actually being Ishtar, the original goddess of Babylon, who destroyed the tower, the tower's representation being the pineal gland, the tower, the third eye, the knowledge, of Babel. yeah, the knowledge of God. The X upon it means it cancels out the 
the knowledge of God. And then you have Elon with Neuralink. And I'm like, oh, no. But I'm like, no, nope. X marks the spot. That's right, Roxy. X marks the spot. He he hijacked. Pirate. He hijacked. Pirate X marks the spot. He hijacked the media. He really did. He hijacked the media. Okay. So tonight's show is called Conspiracy Against America. What are we talking about here? And, and someone mentioned, what is the Firestorm? Firestorm event is uh, back in November 2020, October 2020. Vince, myself, and my other co-host, Jason, um, we predicted that there is going to be a variation of sequences of events that would begin to occur. As they started dripping out, these events would speed up and start culminating on top of each other until they comprised one major black swan event, which eventually brought about um, global economic collapse and World War III. And I've laid this out in many shows before, uh, and I'll talk about it a little bit more tonight. Tonight's show is Conspiracy Against America. And for anybody who's old school, who used to watch me back in the olden days, you're going to like this show. We're going to go to the boards, 1822, 06 August, 2018. We got a Delta coming up on that. Uh, and it was kind of interesting that we just played that one video, right? Ghost in the Machine. Psychological projection. Mm -hmm. Define conspiracy. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. A conspiracy to destroy the government. The action of plotting or conspiring. They were cleared a conspiracy to pervert the course of justice. Fake news. Fake news collaborating, pushing false uh, pushing knowingly false information, fake news, knowingly false narrative pushes. POTUS colluded with Russia to win the 2016 presidential election. POTUS is a puppet to Putin. POTUS is uh, irreparably harm relationships with our allies. POTUS will collapse the U.S. economy. POTUS will collapse stock market. POTUS will cause war with North Korea, cause war with Iran, will destroy the world. This was all Donald Trump at the time of his presidency, of which none of those things happened. On and on, knowingly false. Fear and scare push. They would rather see North Korean peace negotiations fail to war than see POTUS resolve. And we can believe that now because of the events that are occurring in Ukraine. Scandalous media bias, conspiracy, collaboration. What are they hiding? Fake news media is not free and independent. Fake news media equals propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. Um, think WL list of journalists who colluded with or the WikiLeaks list of journalists who colluded with Hillary Clinton and the DNC, the 2016 presidential election. They want you divided, divided by race, divided by religion, divided by culture, divided by class, divided by political affiliation, divided. You are weak together. You are strong. You, the people have the power. How important is that right now? After everything we've seen, right? It's everything. It is it really. Yeah. <clears throat> this movement challenges their forced narrative and he puts forced in quotation marks okay why because we force their narrative by taking over the idea of information this movement challenges people to not simply trust what is being reported research for yourself think for yourself trust yourself this movement is not about one person or a group of people we the people you are witnessing the full panic attack by the fake news media and covert alt media affiliates foreign governments they cannot contain or defeat what they do not understand. Is any of this normal? Think sealed indictments count. Think resignation to CEOs, resignation to senators, resignation to Congress, determination of the FBI, termination of DOJ, Watergate times a thousand attacks will only intensify logical thinking. Ask your simple question, why? How relevant is that right now? It, it, it sums it all up, dude. It really does. Watergate times a thousand. Now Trump's came out and said this is Watergate times a thousand. 
They're talking about Joe Biden. But immediately after Devin Archer testifies in front of Congress, does a great interview with Tucker Carlson, claims that Joe Biden was the big guy. He was doing business deals. He's the one that got the prosecutor in Ukraine fired Shokin for the billion dollars. Yeah. When he comes out and says this, what does it happen? Trump's indictment comes the next day. Now, they keep on saying that all Trump's indictments came on Tuesday. I read this somewhere. That's stupid. He had uh, um, an arraignment on Tuesday. He had an indictment on a Thursday. So that wasn't correct. But anyways, I just saw this article on Slate.com. Look at this one. U.S. versus Trump will be the most important case in our nation's history. U.S. versus Trump. Huh. Watergate times a thousand? How could USA versus Trump become Watergate times a thousand, Vince? I think I know the answer, and it's uh, an opportunity for Trump to uh, get evidence submitted. Wait, what? Let's go to another post. Let's go to 2381. So let's think about this. And I'm looking for one part here. Is that, this is not the right post, is it? Nope, that's not the right post. I had the wrong post up. Hold on, one second. Um, yes, yes, I got them all right here. So, there it is. Okay, I got it. And I said this that last week's show, remember? We showed this picture. The hunt is on. Oh, yeah. The hunters become the hunted. Now, I just noticed this today. Now, do you always remember how Mueller's name is always in kill brackets or parentheses? Yes. On all Q's posts, they're always in kill brackets or parentheses. Now, what does that typically mean? Uh, I think it's maybe it's just kind of like a, hey, pay attention thing. What is it? Well, the kill brackets, traditionally in grammar, that means that you can insert anything into that bracket. But when you have the, the single quotation marks, it means you're talking about it proper. Oh. And he does this twice with Mueller. In this one, he's talking about Mueller proper. Did Mueller open the door to Ukraine? Yes, he did. On all that, what, what have we learned from the Mueller investigation pertaining to Ukraine? 2014 coup, Burisma server, CrowdStrike's involvement, um, Hammer and Scorecard. That's when all of that came out was during the Mueller investigation. Did Mueller open the door to illegal FISA? Absolutely. That's what brought about John Durham on October 28th, 2017. Well, John Durham came about before this, but Mueller opened that door because it was part of the evidence procured. Okay. How do you introduce evidence legally? Did impeachment provide a platform to discuss the findings in Ukraine? No. How do you introduce evidence legally? Did impeachment harm or help POTUS publicly? It helped. How do you introduce Dems' high crimes and corruption to the public? Why didn't POTUS remove Hussein Holdovers from the National Security Council? Did you really believe POTUS and the team trusted Hussein Holdovers? No. Guys, they've been collecting evidence this whole fucking time. They opened the door a long time ago, and it's all culminating to this point. I actually have a quote here from Trump's attorney, John Loro. Okay. 
He said, in 2020, Mr. Trump's campaign had a few weeks to gear up and present evidence, and it was very difficult. We now have the ability in this case to issue our own subpoenas. We will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. It gives President Trump an opportunity that he's never had before, which is to have subpoena power since January 6th in a way that can be exercised in federal court. Mm -hmm. It goes on. Well, and, and so what does that do? The discovery process is going to be epic. But here's the thing is they've <clears throat> put the jurisdiction of Trump's new indictment <clears throat> in Washington, D.C. with a yeah. Obama-appointed judge. Oh, my gosh. And a woman from the same law firm as Hunter Biden. Like, firstly, she needs to recuse herself. Yeah, she's known for um, very stringent and strict cases against the January 6th people. Mm -hmm. Correct. So. Gosh, so corrupt. Jailing so, the January 6th. But there's, there's so much more here. Let's go to some other. So we, we talked about how do you enter evidence legally? And I'm going to show you how you do this. Now, by the way, the whole world's watching. Remember that the oh, yeah. whole world is watching. So now we go to 2352. Justice K, the highest court in the land, law and order, majority, U.S. Constitution, safeguarded, right? It was our last chance to save it. No force. Think Hillary Clinton win, Supreme Court appointment, Supreme Court corrupt, tilt with Loretta Lynch. Now comes a real pain. Now comes a real truth. Boom, boom, boom. They want you divided. Divided by race, divided by religion, divided by culture, divided by class, divided by political affiliation. Divided, you are weak. Together, you are strong. This movement challenges their forced narrative. This movement challenges people to not simply trust what is being reported. Research for yourself. Think for yourself. Trust yourself. This movement is not about one person or a group of people. We the people save the republic. Hatred and dissension in the nation will heal. Where we go one, we go all. This is interesting. We're talking again about the Supreme Court. Why is the Supreme Court so damn important here? Let's go to 3724. 18th of December, 2019, 3724. It must be done right. It must be done according to the rule of law. It must carry weight. It must be proven in the court of law. There can be no mistakes. Good things sometimes take time. Attempts to slow and block the inevitable justice will fail. Dems election interference in 2016. Clinton, Hussein, the League of Faisal. FISA. Dems election interference in 2018. The Mueller impeachments. Dems election interference in 2020. Impeachment. Projection. These people are sick. We, the people, are the cure. This is it right there. How do you enter evidence legally? Now, Vince, I started thinking about a lot of what was going on, okay? And I started going, wait a minute. I, I heard something about this one time that there's a way to get a case in front of the Supreme Court faster than you usually would. Does anybody remember the Lloyd Brunson that we had on the show? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Lloyd Brunson. Brunson brothers moved the Plan D, an election suit um, aiming to remove politicians from office. But how did they get it there? So they utilized something known as Rule 11. The case was fast-tracked to the Supreme Court earlier this year because of its impact of national security. Well, what's Rule 11? Uh, I don't know. I've got to pull okay. it up. I don't recall. Let me bring it up here real quick. 
And I got I got to do this every single time because my screen doesn't share. So Rule of Eleven. Uh, this is the writ of uh, Setorari or Setatori. I, I don't know how to say it. I'm not. I don't speak Latin. But uh, Setiorari. Setiorari. There you go. So Rule Eleven. The petition of a writ of Setorari to review a case pending in the United States Court of Appeals before judgment is entered into that court will be granted only upon showing that the case is of such imperative public importance as to justify deviation from normal appellate practice and to require immediate determination in this court. So this will be expedited then. Well, think about it. Could be. So he's So the first thing that the Trump's campaign is going to, or the Trump court is going to do is they're going to file to move this to Virginia. Okay. Out of DC. Virginia. Because the, firstly, they're going to, they're, I guarantee in the next few days, you're going to see something that judge needs to recuse herself. She's not going to recuse herself. They're going to move. They're going to try to move it to Virginia. They're not going to move it to Virginia. They're going to file a writ, a Seterari. Why um, would they do that? Expedite it. Well, expedite it. But let me ask you this. How to, how do cases reach the Supreme court? They just get escalated, escalated, right? Well, we typically think that it's through appeals, right? So it's okay. all about certiorari. Okay. The Supreme Court will consider only cases for which at least four of the nine justices vote to grant the writ of certiorari, a decision by the Supreme Court to hear an appeal from the lower court. Certiorari is a Latin word meaning to inform. In this context, the writ of certiorari informs the lower court of the Supreme Court's intention to review one of its decisions. So... This is saying decisions, right? So this is basically saying that it has to have a decision from a lower court before. But the Supreme Court has something known as original jurisdiction. Okay? Yeah. What's original jurisdiction there? cases are heard directly by the Supreme Court without going through the appeals court process. Under Article 3, Section 2 of the United States Constitution, the Supreme Court has the original and exclusive jurisdiction over rare but important cases involving disputes between states and or cases involving ambassadors or other public ministers, including presidents. Now, why would this case need to be heard by the Supreme Court? Donald Trump was president at the time that these charges were coming up. The charges, the conspiracy charges, are First Amendment based. The conspiracy charges are that Donald Trump, they're saying, Donald Trump knew the election wasn't stolen. But everything that he has shown, everything that he has done, remember he he did not see the election. Why? Because he knew this was coming. He knew he had to have a tight ship and could not say at all other than he had to stick to his guns that it's been stolen from the get-go because he knew that this was coming because that's the only way that he could get original jurisdiction. Now, let, let me bring up something else here. So original jurisdiction. So this basically comes about for basically a president, right? So why is this a First Amendment case? Because they're basically saying that he tried to overturn things by claiming that it was all rigged, saying it's rigged mm-hmm. to this and that, and that he shouldn't be allowed to say that. So this is kind of messed up. I had the link up earlier. 
mm-hmm. and um, to this um, video I was going to play. But someone has hacked the Gateway Pundit, and it's no longer here. Someone put a new link within the Gateway Pundit. So let me go here and see if I can find it real quick in my history. Wow, they did. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so let's go. Uh, let, let me pull this up real quick. Or I can just go through it, but I, I want I want to go. I want to play this because this is important to hear. Um, there it is. I found the link. I'm going to have to fast forward on this, but let's go here. This is Hannity. But the, the show everybody what I'm talking about here. This is the Gateway Pundit article for Harvard Law Processor declares January 6th Trump indictment are not likely to survive. And the video is now switched out. Roxy knows what I'm talking about because she's the one to send it to us. No way, dude. <laughs> yeah. The video is now switched out. It's some art drawing video. Wow. But let's go here. I found the video and I want to go to Let, let's listen to this. This is going to be good. It's a time to flush out all of the Democratic activists out of the bureaucracy and the deep state. Here with reaction tonight, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, Fox News legal analyst Greg Jarrett, and former acting attorney general Matt Whitaker is with us. All right, Professor Dershowitz, you have a brilliant legal mind. I, I will be shocked if you don't agree with my assessment that this case really boils down to a disagreement over the speech and opinions of Donald J. Trump. And I naively believe, Professor, that freedom of speech uh, was, was foundational to our Constitution. Was I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And not only freedom of speech, but freedom to petition the government for redress of grievances and freedom to challenge elections. In the indictment, they acknowledged that there are these freedoms, but then they claim that Donald, this is the key point, that Donald Trump actually believed that he lost the election, that everything he did was fraudulent, that he conspired with unnamed lawyers, mostly, to affect the election. Now, you're allowed to challenge elections. Indeed, the best way to challenge elections is to come up with a slate of alternate electives. That's what a court said in Hawaii in 1960. That's been the case throughout our history. So the government has the burden of proving beyond a reasonable doubt that subjectively Donald Trump actually believed that he lost the election and acted contrary to that belief. Now, I've read the indictment very carefully. There is no smoking gun. There is no one who is credibly prepared to testify that Donald Trump said to him, I know personally I lost the election. There's a lot of evidence that people told him he lost the election. But you know Donald Trump, and you know that he's going to make up his own mind. And they're going to have a very hard time proving it. Now, it's the District of Columbia. Ninety-some-odd percent of the jury pool will have voted against them. So they may actually get a conviction from a D.C. jury. But will it survive appellate review and review to the Supreme Court? I do not think so. I do not think so either. And I agree with your assessment. I I don't think he can get a fair... Now, what did Dershowitz just say? It will not survive the Supreme 
court. He will get it. He will get in. He will get convicted in D.C. So what they're going to do, they're going to call. They're going to put in a motion to have the judge recuse herself. Obama appointee work for the same law firm as Hunter Biden. He's a political candidate running against the incumbent president, Biden. That is that is 100 percent motion for recusal from this lawyer, from this judge. Okay, they're going to deny the recusal. They're going to put in the motion to move it to Virginia. Why? Because they have to have this this legal precedence before they file Rule 11. And when it gets denied to move to Virginia, because they know that the only place they're, they're going to get a conviction is D.C., then Trump comes out and files Rule 11 to the Supreme Court original jurisdiction. It's a First Amendment case. They have to prove. Donald Trump said, I believe I lost the election, but I'm still going to go with this narrative. That's where all these conspiracy charges stem from. And they, they don't, don't have the evidence. <laughs> exactly. Wow, this is really encouraging. This is fantastic. I knew they had nothing, but now that things have kind of marinated and have been picked apart, yep. I'm excited to see this all unfold. So, guys, I mean, future proves the past. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say this gets to the Supreme Court. What does Trump do? Subpoena. Well, yeah, he's going to have subpoena power in this as well, right? But I want you to, I want everybody out there to think about this deeply, right? Go back. How do you enter evidence legally? Remember what we were just talking about here. It must be done. Remember this post. Mm -hmm. This is what this post is all about. It must be done right. It must be done according to the rule of law. It must carry weight. It must be proven in the court of law. There can be no mistakes. Good things sometimes take time. That's a 2019 post. It's 2023. Attempts to slow the block, the inevitable justice will fail. They're right. Because even if they convict him, guess what? That's a life sentence. He can appeal that. All life sentence appeals go to the Supreme Court. We have the majority four to four to, or five to four. Okay. Dems election interference in 2016, Clinton, Hussein, illegal FISA, Dems election interference in 2018, Mueller, Dems election interference in 2020, impeachment. Why is that important? Because Donald Trump's evidence that his, this is putting the 2020 election on trial, not only the 2020 election, but how did they steal it? The 2016, the 2018 election. What does this bring up? The, the DNC server, the CrowdStrike server, the first and the second impeachment of Ukraine, his conversation with Zelensky. Zelensky, you have the server, you know, CrowdStrike. That brings this into the play. Well, what else did that bring into play? The whole Russia, Russia, Russia narrative. How? Putin and Trump, Russia, 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 the Mueller investigation. All of that compounds to the Supreme Court case, to where there's no jury. But instead, just the justices, of which the Trump appointees are there. And we have the majority. Think about this for a minute. So this could be perhaps the flood that everyone's been waiting for. 
This is the so this is the massive data. This is the massive. So this could be. So this this is how I, I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how this process all goes. What I suspect is Trump's lawyers are going to file for a motion for recusal of the judge. It's going to get denied. They're going to file for a motion to move it to Virginia. It's going to get denied. Since we are less than 18 months away from an election, okay? This is high-priority public interest, okay? It's dealing with a former president. It's a First Amendment case. All of the qualifications for original jurisdiction for the Supreme Court, the next move by the Trump camp will be writ of satori, writ of satori, writ of satori, or Rule 11, and the Supreme Court will accept it. And that will be sometime in the next 12 months before next year's election. Now imagine this, the Supreme Court files it, docks it, boom, comes out, hears it, the whole world's watching. Now Trump gets to subpoena people. Trump gets the the object of discovery. We we get to bring in the 2016 election, the 2018 election, the Mueller investigation, Russia, 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 the the, the dossier. You get to bring in the Ukraine server. You get to bring in the 2020 election with all the evidence that we have now. Pandora's box. That's absolutely right. Do you believe this will be a public hearing? Absolutely. It would have to be a public hearing. I can't wait. Let me see if there's a, I think there's a post on this. Pandora's political elite box. That's what we're talking. This brings down it all. And, And imagine this, that this happens right before the RNC primaries. It's over. It's all, it, 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 there's no way. This is why they want him dead. This is why they want him stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Unfreaking believable people. Unbelievable what's happening here. And then you get dipstick Mike Pence. Jack Smith indicate uh, indictment reveals Mike Pence took secret notes of conversations with Trump before January 6th and lied to Trump supporters on January 4th. Wow. I hope Pence comes out as the traitor he is in these trials. Yeah. On page 33 of the indictment, Jack Smith reveals uh, that Mike Pence was taking secret notes of his conversations with President Trump before January 6th. And December 29th, as reflected in Vice President's uh, contemporaneous notes, the defendant falsely told the Vice President that the Justice Department was finding major infractions. Hmm. And so what is encompassed by the Justice Department? All of the Justice Department. So let me ask you this. Do we have evidence in the state of Pennsylvania where the attorney general in Pennsylvania had direct evidence of election fraud? I remember a Craigslist campaign of $10 per ballot and 3 million ballots found in this guy's garage. And that was brought up. I remember a semi-truck trailer that was coming from New Jersey through New York was parked in a Walmart parking lot that had millions of ballots in it already filled out. And the truck driver even came forward and it was headed to Pennsylvania. And guess what? The, 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 the attorney general went to Bill Barr, the attorney general, of the DOJ and said, Hey, we got it. He said, ah, no, oh, no, the district attorney did that. 
And he said, nope, hand it off to the DOJ. We'll take care of it. And nothing ever happened. So Donald Trump did not lie to Vice President Pence there. They did find uh, major infractions. Pennsylvania is one of the prime places. Georgia, Detroit, the Detroit video. Jack Smith's coming out saying that this Detroit video of unloading the ballots was, was already debunked. It was never debunked. It's a legitimate video. And we have that from Georgia as well. So Mike Pence's notes stating that Trump lied are not lies. And you would have to prove that in court. And the evidence would be tried. Perfect. The whole world is watching. Absolutely perfect. Unbelievable! All right. They're going to get pretty desperate when this all starts unfolding and they see what's going on. Yeah, it's already... It's already desperation. And this someone just shared this with me, uh, Ultra MJ Truth. Holy smokes, they just gave Trump the ability to issue his own subpoenas and relitigate the 2020 election. Trump's attorney, John Laurel. The 2020 ele- uh, in 2020, Mr. Trump's campaign had few weeks to gear up and present evidence, and it was so uh, very difficult. We now have the ability in this case to issue our own subpoenas. We will relitigate every single issue in the 2020 election in the context of this litigation. If get up. Uh, it gives President Trump the opportunity that he's never had before, which is a subpoena power since January 6th, in a way that can be exercised in federal court. But here's the thing. If that happens in a D.C. court, it don't mean shit. But if it happens with original jurisdiction through the Supreme Court, it's over. It's fucking over. Guys, we are on the precipice beyond anything we could ever imagine. And, you know, as a good segue here, I'm going to play just a few minutes from Tim Pool's Red Pill moment, who now sounds like me. Maybe maybe Tim Pool was watching our show, but listen to this. Bill crumble here in the United States in the most extreme way possible. Donald Trump facing 561 years in prison. Don't forget... That World War III is just around the corner with this news story from Newsweek. Poland sounds alarm as Putin allies suggest Wagner will invade NATO country. Now, you may be saying, yeah, 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 Ukraine war and all that jazz. Why would that be World War III? Well, of course, there's the obvious. If a NATO country is invaded, Article 5 is triggered. The U.S. enters the fray directly. I mean, let's be honest. We're already in the war. It's basically the United States versus Russia. But there could be a bigger problem afoot, my friends, for it is not just about NATO nations being invaded. It's about the BRICS nations massive expansion with this breaking report from Bloomberg. As of this morning, South Africa says BRICS will move forward on expansion at summit. A planned announcement on the expansion of BRICS at a forthcoming summit in South Africa will mark a significant change in the global order. The nation's ambassador to the five nation bloc said, even as some of its members push back against new admissions, heads of state from Brazil, Russia, India, China and South Africa will make a pronouncement on the enlargement of the group when they meet August 22nd to 24th. And Anil Suklal said in a lecture at the University of KwaZulu-Natal on Wednesday, 22 nations have asked formally formally to become full time members of the group and more than 20 others have submitted informal requests. This could uh, actually include Saudi Arabia. If this happens, 
And we see the BRICS nations launch a gold-backed currency in an attempt to disrupt the petrodollar. My friends, the liberal economic order, the dream of the Council on Foreign Relations could be at risk. U.S. empire could crumble and we will officially be in a multipolar world. As was the case during the Cold War, and many people were excited to see the collapse of the Soviet Union, and thus the, the, the world became unipolar with the United States as the dominant superpower, effectively controlling everything. But they couldn't maintain it. Could anyone ever really? Empires always fall. This one relatively short-lived, to be completely honest. Some people say that the U.S. is uh, over 200 and some odd years old. Therefore, empires don't last that long. But the United States has not been an empire that long. It's about 250 or so years old. And that's the typical lifespan of an empire. But the United States wasn't always an empire. It's only after World War II that the U.S. had this established control around the world. And even then, it was still in competition with the Soviet Union. So where do we go from here? It couldn't be maintained, my friends. You need to understand that we've been living in a golden age. The idea that we work so little and get so much, it's laughable. But being raised in a generation of people witnessing massive economic expansion, what more could we expect? We don't understand anything else. For a lot of people in this country who are more conservative and working class, they certainly understand the value of hard work and the necessity of it. But for so many people, so many millennials and many Gen Z who grew up not having to do anything, they don't understand the purpose of hard work at all. Well, and that's why... And Tim Pool, I mean, Tim Cast, Tim Pool, he sounds like he's been listening to our show, right? Yeah, except when he talks about health. Well, <laughs> some things. But, but what yeah. does he talk about there? Is basically what we're going to see happening. In this, if you go back the last few weeks, you listen to my narrative, what I've been saying is going to happen. We had the BRICS, World Global Reserve Currency, gold backed, begins the de dollarization, the collapse of the dollar, okay? And why does that happen? Well, the dollar will start to crumble because all the BRICS nations will start utilizing this for trade and then clearing it within their own currencies. We have the unified ledger coming out, which basically does the same thing. Okay. And now we have WorldCoin, which is offering UBI, universal basic income. Do everybody. If you go out and yeah. buy it and you upload your biometric data, you're going you're gonna to earn money. On, you're going to be issued some WorldCoin. You can go out there and buy WorldCoin. And then yeah. you're going to get UBI from it. That's the one with the orbs that scan your face and your retina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's really going on here? The black swan event is coming. But go back to the Q post. What does he say? Forced narrative. We force them to speed up their narrative. Why? Because when you force your enemy into a certain position, they make mistakes and they've made a lot to the point where we've taken back over information. Elon Musk now has pirated Twitter, pirate X Twitter. Okay. We've taken back over the idea of information. We are now the news in the media. They made mistakes. They gave up the narrative and are still trying to control and keep it. And they're failing miserably. So this makes them Insta plan faster and faster and faster forward. What else are we seeing out there? There is an article that uh, was out a while ago. Well, it wasn't really out. I, I, I just saw it last week. Let me bring this up. Uh, this is kind of mind-blowing. This was from 
July 31st, 2023, updated on August 1st. Blue Canaries is like, this is kind of, this has been out on Twitter for a while. I'm like, yeah, I just got back from vacation. But I want to bring this up. Fairly shocking. Secret medical lab in California stored bioengineered mice laden with COVID. This is not a, a conspiracy theorist headline. This is the USA Today. Okay. A month-long investigation into the rural California warehouse uncovered an illegal laboratory filled with infectious agents, medical waste, and hundreds of mice bioengineered to catch and carry the COVID-19 virus. Okay? Health and licensing said Monday that Prestige Biotech, a Chinese medical company registered in Nevada, was operating an unlicensed facility in Reedley, California, a small city about 24 miles of Fresno, southeast of Fresno. Um, they never had a business license. The city was completely unaware that they ha- that they were in this building. Guys, this gets even crazier, okay? Further inspection revealed in March that the facility housed various chemicals, suspected biological material, bio- bodily fluids, and hundreds of lab mice, among other lab supplies, according to the court documents. This is where it gets interesting. County public health officials said they also found medical devices believed to have been developed on site, such as COVID-19 and pregnancy tests. MoLogic? Remember MoLogic? MoLogic was the company bought by the Soros and the Gates philanthropies. MoLogic holds the patents for the pregnancy tests and the COVID-19 tests. You remember how people were putting those COVID-19 tests up their nose and they were getting sick with COVID and dying? Yeah. Boom! Remember what we said? Remember what we said? The tests are the virus. They're putting the virus on the swabs. So they genetically alter mice to basically store and house the virus. They bring that into the, the swabs, and then they distribute the swabs. Pregnancy tests and navel swabs, pre, uh, uh, COVID-19 swabs. Wow. Well, guess what? It wasn't just those types of things that were also found there. They also found other biological agents. And so... Uh, ultimately, we did find in some viruses such as HIV, COVID, chlamydia, rubella, malaria, and things of that nature. Hmm. Interesting. That is something else. And that's China. Retaliation against uh, the Wuhan lab, maybe? Who knows? Wow. Yep. Gosh. Unfrigging believable. Oh, and blue, blue, blue canaries actually put it out there. And so I'm going to give blue canaries credit for all of this. I was new to this. I didn't see this one. Uh, blue canaries reports Kelly uh, Fresno lab timeline so far. Universal Medicare sells COVID-19 tests. June 20th building fire. August 20th building vacated. October 2022. Um, one report stated uh, the, that Universal Meditech, who, by the way, was bought by Prestige Pharmaceuticals, Biotech, moved out in October 2021. One report says the building vacant since 2011, but there's a fire in 2020. Fresno Mayor met with Chinese leaders in November 2022. They found a hose, uh, the, the house going vacant, building in 2022. Some reports say they swiftly issued search warrants, but didn't. Uh, but that actually didn't happen. 
Um, they executed the search warrants on March 16th. CDC confirms, uh, confirms possible toxins, May 2023. Email exchange with persons of interest, May 31st to June 13th. Newsbreak article, July 2023 press conference, August 1st. Someone needs to get their story straight. The report is all over the place. I agree. And so Blue Canaries was breaking this, and I didn't even see it. But thank you so much, Blue Canaries. Absolutely awesome reporting on that. But we are in the age of psychological and biowarfare, people. And what we're seeing unfolding right now is specifically this. It is the global firestorm event. It is the polycrisis. It is the jackpot. They are using everything from the environment, bioweapons, bioterrorism, psychological warfare, information domain control, political warfare, political weaponization, and the instigations of World War III. You just heard Tim Poole talking about this. Poland comes out with intelligence that, oh, NATO is going to possibly invade Poland. Where did we hear this first? Do you remember this? Mm, Oh, back when the war was just about to begin, they said... The Russia's going to plow right through Ukraine to the rest of Europe. Week and a half ago, I did a show on that. Wagner Group oh, yeah. moved where? Belarus. They are now positioned less than 100 kilometers from Kiev. Last week, we had intelligence that came out from Poland stating that potential that the Wagner Group is planning a mass assault on Poland. Because they... Do they say that the Russians believe, since it's not Russian military, that it won't be taken as an act of instigation? But NATO will respond. So they're setting up their terrorist. They're setting up basically their false flag with Wagner and Belarus. Wagner, um, uh, Prozhushin, he came out and said that they will be ready by August 10th, 2023, for any assault in Ukraine and to help the Russians after their move from Russia to Ukraine due to the failed Western coup that was double-turned onto them. Now, August 10th is an interesting time frame. Why? What are we just talking about? We just talked about, specifically, unified letter, CBDCs, but the BRICS global reserve currency based upon gold. Okay? That's supposed to be released August 22nd. Yeah, they're meeting. Yep. A week before this, or a week and a half before this, is when Wagner Group is ready to go in Belarus. So what happens when you you threaten U.S. global homogeny of the dollar? What do we do to Saddam Hussein in Iraq? Gaddafi? Gaddafi? Niger? Niger just had a coup, didn't they? Yes. Do you remember headlines from a few uh, months ago with, in Niger? No. Tons of gold found there. Tons of gold found in Niger. And guess what they wanted to do? They're going to distribute it amongst all their people. Yep. They want out of their uh, corrupt African alliances, and they want to be independent yep. and free. They do. They also find, I think, a whole bunch of uh, the Democratic Republic of the Congo – all of these places, they found massive rare earth minerals and gold. They know what they have. And, you know, they have every right not to be free. They have every right to be free, rather. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that 
after this all starts going down, and I think this August time frame is kind of perfect that you're talking about now, August 10th, August August 22nd, when the BRICS have that meeting, 22nd through the 24th, I could see extreme destabilization uh, in South Africa. Yeah. And uh, Europe, obviously. Terrorist attacks in the States, false flags, destabilization. It's going to be ugly. It's It could get very ugly in, in my in my uh, eyes. Well, I, I think it is too. And we're coming, um, we're coming into the point of the dog days of summer next week, dog days of summer. And this is the star Cirrus rising. Okay. The star Cirrus begins to rise with who? Orion. Who's Orion? That's Osiris. Symbolic representation here. Did you hear about Niger supplying um, large exports of uranium and gold? They provide most of France's uranium to keep their power on, basically. I think like 20%. This is going to screw over Europe when all these countries start saying, we're not doing business with you. It doesn't. It has a huge impact, and this war is going to be largely financial in that respect. It's absolutely going to be largely financial in that respect. It's going to start out financial next month. And what they're going to try to do is position the world for World War III to outbreak through a false flag, black swan type of event. Because here's the key. If we look at the economic warfare that has gone on, the assassination, the political coups that have gone on. I mean, Ukraine was the heart of illicit crime and money laundering. In pre 2000, uh, well, pre 2011 and post 2014, what was the difference? Yanovich. Yanovich was friends with Putin and a Kremlin supporter who wanted to leave the Minsk agreements. So, what happened is you had a Russia ally in there as been president in Ukraine, and everything was going good, and the US and Western nations didn't like this because their criminal empire was housed in there, and that gave Russia dominance over their criminal empire. That ended in 2014 with the coup in Ukraine, which gave the U.S. dominance within Eastern Europe through that criminal organization. And the same thing in Northern Africa. I mean, Sri Lanka, remember they remember the military took over the country of Sri Lanka? They still have control. What is that telling you? Is that oh, the wow. U.S. can't control yeah. these small little coups. And the same thing happened in Niger. So the way this kind of developed over the last few days has been really interesting. We had the coup there. And then everybody fled except the U.S. embassy. And the U.S. is like, we see no reason to leave. The next day, they're like, we're evacuating. I think they were just holding on. They want to do a counter coup. They want to straighten it out. They just couldn't. Well, do you remember um, Haiti? Javanel Moise, the president of Haiti, shot by two Americans, shot and killed by two American Foreign Service agents. Why? Because of the iridium deposits within the Haitian mountains would have made Haiti the wealthiest place on the planet. And um, Jovenel Moise, the president, wanted to distribute all of those profits to the people of Haiti, making them some of the wealthiest people in the world. And that's the heart of child trafficking. That's the heart of the criminal elite of what they do. And they took him out and implanted the former chief justice of the Supreme Court in his place. And they signed a U.N. contract so that foreign countries can come in there and exploit their minerals and resources and their people get fucking nothing. This corruption is going to start being weeded out in a lot of countries that want to join BRICS. We already see it. Here we go. This is going to be a hot August. It is going to be a hot August. 
And then you have to talk about the UFO stuff. And that goes back to, like, listen, don't care how you feel about it. There's technology that's beyond the technology we have currently. Okay? Far beyond the technology we have currently. They are using that technology against you right now. Weather manipulation. Everything that we're seeing in the sense of weather manipulation is coming from this, okay? So what happens when this technology gets out to the public? At least the knowledge of the science. People have the ability to innovate and utilize it and advance society. And their their technological stronghold becomes obsolete. Power to the people. Power to the people. And so this is why the UF disclosure in people, the UFO disclosure is fake. I don't care if it's fake. It's planned. It's not fake. Okay. It's planned. And here's why it's planned. Because Trump is the one who initiated this. You got to remember, Luis Alessandro came out in 2018 when Trump was president. Donald Trump is the one that Jaime Ashen, the former head of Israeli space defense, came out and said met with the Galactic Federation. You want to know the timing of that, by the way? Do you remember when Trump had COVID and everybody was analyzing the video and saying, he's not at Walter Reed? Remember the backdrop? Where is he at? He's not at Walter Reed. He's not at Martha's Vineyard. Where's he at? That was that time. Hmm. That was apparently this time that Trump, that Jaime Shen said Trump met with him. (laughs) So he didn't actually have COVID. But instead was somewhere, probably maybe Antarctica. I don't know. So Donald Trump initiated the executive order soon after that the the director of national intelligence must go to all the other 17 intelligence agencies and get all the information pertaining to UFOs, UAPs, and release it. And and, and Trump said everything. Yeah. Said release it within a time frame. I forget. 180 days. And the 180 days day came and they only gave a preliminary report, not the full report, which was in violation of the law. Nothing happened. And that prompted congressional investigations. Once Congress got full majority, it was on like Donkey Kong. And now you have the Republicans and bipartisan support moving forward with this. Why? Because it prevents World War III. Understand that. It prevents World War III. It prevents. So everything that the New World Order, the, 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 the World Economic Forum is doing, climate change, uh, the green energy agenda, the, the 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 war on food, overpopulation, that technology makes all of those problems go away instantaneously. I don't believe overpopulation is a problem, <laughs> dude. If our if unless the system collapses, but yeah, we were talking about that this weekend. Yeah, we're driving through Utah. Okay, we're driving through Utah, and like. This place is not overpopulated. Like, not even. There's close. no way th- th- this world is not even close to you. You could fit the entire population of the world, eight billion people, into just a few counties in Texas, and each of them have a thousand square foot living space. Okay, some other statistics for you. of the the planet is water. If you want to take atmospheric water, not mass water, you're looking at 85% of the planet is water, okay? 
But if you look at the 72% of water, right, that leaves what? About 27%? 28, yeah. yeah 28%. So 28% is other land masses, ice masses, these types of things. Okay? 13% of the land mass of this planet has... So, yeah, 13% of the land mass of this planet has been touched by a human being. Okay? That's including the waters. So thir- only 13% of this planet has been touched by a human being. You ready for this one? Less than 2% of that human beings occupy and live on. That's only the 13%. Wow. That's how big this planet is. It's, oh, it's... Fl- no, don't even get me wrong. So the, the UFO stuff... Yeah, incredibly important because it puts an end to all of this. The, the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates are obsolete the moment that that technology comes about. I hope everybody sees that. Is that if this information gets released, if that disclosure happens, all of that stuff goes away. It becomes obsolete. The, Klaus Schwab loses all of his funding. All climate change funding goes away. All green energy, you know, tax appropriations goes away. You got to see it from a good perspective. This month, there's going to be super uh, two super moons happening in August. The first one was last night. Or no, the first one's tonight, isn't it? I'm not sure the schedule on this stuff, but I Is the full moon tonight? Uh, full moon August. It's tonight. I mean, we had a full moon last night. So you have the Sturgeon moon, which is, I believe, tonight. Ooh. Does that mean you're supposed to go fishing? Uh, well, it's yeah, there's a symbolic meaning to it. Um, let me see here. Oh, so, man. I know someone else is going to beat me to it. I want to go fishing during this. Catch a well, that's Well, Sturgeon's moon is when the Sturgeon's... Um, yes, so the Sturgeon moon was last night. August 1st. And then you have one at the end of the month. Which is... I don't know the name of that moon. Oh, and so August 30th full moon is a somewhat rare blue moon. Cool. Once in a blue moon. So August is going to be, August is typically a hot month, right, Q? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. What a great time to be alive. Listen, I know that there's probably a lot more stuff going on in the world, but this is what's important. We have to keep our eyes on what's important. This is why I don't cover small, minor details of certain things. I do sometimes when it's relevant. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on. I think we had um, – what do we see here? Um, Colombian star Linda Cassetto collapses for the second time in three days at the Women's World Cup. Sad. Yep. A lot of that going on. Sinead O'Connor died. I believe that was suicide. Um, you had a few other things that happened. Devin Archer, we didn't get into too many details about that. But we'll talk about a lot of that tomorrow night, guys. Uh, I, I, if you're new here to the Red Pill Project, uh, the Daily Dose podcast, what I recommend you do is subscribe to where you're at. Also, go over to redpills.tv. Put your email address over there so you can get our email blast daily and stay up to date with everything we're doing. Go on over to socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. 
Uh, that's our private social network. You can join up on a, a PC or a phone. You can support us on there with a subscription, which gets you into our after chat Zooms or Zooms every night, as well as our Q&As and our Fringe After Darks, which um, myself and Vince and a few others take part in. Um, and so our Q&As and such. So you can find that at socialredpill.com. I want to give a shout out to everybody out there uh, who has donated uh, today with the Battle of the Streams. And so Shannon1313 donated one ice cream. Me, Brennan, gifted a five, uh, five one-month subscriptions to users in the channel. Derived donated one lemon. Thank you so much, Shannon1313. Me, Brenda, and Derived. Slumdog gifted a can. Welcome back, Josh. Thank you so much, Slumdog. Much appreciated, buddy. Our four cents gifted a cookie. Bakaboom. A boom with some cues. Thank you so much, our four cents. Uh, we have Jennifer2000 gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Uh, R4 cents gifted a cookie, a boom again. Thank you so much, R4 cents. Slumdog gifted a can. Oh, I think those are repeating. Oh, it's okay. No, I don't 20... think so. I don't... No, I it, that, that was, I think it's just the way this is scrolling for me. It's like, oh, sorry, I, I was adding. Okay, that's why, because you're adding. My bad. <laughs> you're right. I thought he did it in trouble. Yeah, we have, uh, we got here. Sorry, uh, Sean Joe gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Sean Joe. Fork Mandano gifted a cookie. Thank you so much. Uh, Fork Mandando. RPG3573 donated a diamond. Thank you so much, RPG. Reggie5. Reggie V gifted a cookie. Thank you so much, Reggie V. Shannon1313 donated five lemons. Patriot of Pisces, three ice cream. Qtara, one lemon. Cat24, three lemons. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Qtara and Cat24 and Shannon. And then Shannon1313 again, two lemons. Thank all of you guys. Tomorrow night, don't forget, if you are on Pilled or D-Live, the chest will be released. The scratching will be released. Check in with us then. Um, am I doing an after chat tonight? I might pop in and say hi in a little while, but it's going to be some time. I got a lot of unpacking to do, and I have to get to bed at some point in time. So I might jump in, but tomorrow is the after dark chat. Tomorrow is the after dark Q&A Thursday. So we'll see you guys then. Uh, guys, yeah, that's all we have for you tonight. I thought this was a great show. Please clip that part out and get it out there about um, original jurisdiction. And let's see what the world thinks about it. All right, guys. Much love, respect. God bless you. Take care. Have a great night. Talk to you guys next time. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPad McCain. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.